Welcome to Real Talk with Life After Grief, Chris, where we talk about relevant issues as it relates to individuals in grief as they navigate finances and the advisors who help them. We help clients in grief navigate financial matters. We also teach advisors how to emotionally and financially work with clients in grief through an unparalleled process. This week's episode is sponsored by Life After Grief Financial Planning and Life After Grief Consulting. Hello and welcome to another episode of Real Talk with Life After Grief, Chris. In this episode, we are going to be discussing vetting the dreaded nursing home. Nursing homes are scary all the way around. I'm not going to shy away from that. Hopefully in this episode, you take away some tips and some tools to make the nursing home less scary. If you remember nothing else, using your common senses will help you out greatly when you're dreading any kind of a nursing home. And I'm going to weave in uh, some personal examples as well to kind of give you some personal insight. There are some nursing home and rehab facility ratings and comparisons that are out there. Probably one of the most powerful ones is provided by medicare.gov backslash nursing home compare. You can also go online, Google uh, any various sites and get some public ratings. And I would encourage you to do that. Also, I would encourage you to get a checklist. Things to think about with a checklist. I'm going to give you some tips and some tools there. Medicare.gov, again, has you know some checklists. Medicare.gov backslash checklist. And some basic information in regards to a nursing home. A lot of people don't think about or know about because you haven't been through the situation before. I have with my parents and then also uh, with my grandmother. So uh, I wouldn't say that I am, you know, well, well versed, but I am uh, a lot better off than the average person who is venturing into this process. Some of the things that you're going to want to figure out, is this facility certified? Most people wouldn't even think to ask that. Are there licenses up to date? What are their charges beyond simply staying? Are there ancillary charges for, you know, getting different kind of food or their ancillary charges for having their own room? What are their safety and care protocols? You want to make sure that your loved one, in my case, my mother was ultimately cared for as well as my grandmother. And then ways to prevent abuse. You want to figure out some of those. And all of these things that I'm going through are incorporated, you know, with that checklist from Medicare. And they're in very, very high detail. In regards to preventing abuse, one of the easiest things and often overlooked is visiting often and at different times. Specifically with my mother, my father and I visited almost on a daily basis, and we visited at odd hours. If the staff can't predict your time or schedule, then they're always going to be on their best behavior. So you want to make sure that that is always the case. And then also, what is the appearance of the facility? Does it look cared for? Does it smell okay? Does it feel okay? Those are all things. How do you feel when you walk into your own home? So you'll transfer some of those things when you're, you know, going into a facility. 
And how are the living spaces? Would you feel safe there? Are there, you know, alarms? Are there fire alarms? So some of the things that you would look out for. And what are the menus and the, the food look like? Would you eat it? Would it be appetizing, you know, for you? And then how does the staff interact with you? What is their appearance? Are they professional? Are they friendly? Do they speak to you? You know, when you walk by, do they acknowledge you? So some of those things. And then how are the residents' rooms? Would you want to be there? Again, is the room cleaned on a regular basis? Is there a lot of light in the room? And so some of the things you might want to think about. And what activities are provided? Are there any? So in the case of my mother's facility, they had a van that would take some of the residents to doctor. They had a van for a separate uh, part of facility that was not related for dementia patients. They would take them to Publix. Uh, They would take them on errands, maybe to get their hair done. And then also in the facility, uh, my mother had her nails done. So um, think about some of those things and make it feel as homey as possible. And then one of the other things, too, if your kind of first stint or first experience with a facility is maybe it's just assisted, you may want to think beyond the assisted living piece in terms of progressive care for folks with dementia. Does the facility have the ability to cater to someone you know, with dementia? Then you also want to look for some reviews by your friends, family members. Word of mouth advertising is always the greatest form of advertising, but also getting, you know, some reviews. And then, you know, for me, it also came down to cost. You know, what is the cost of of the facility? I wanted to provide my mother the best possible care that I could afford. And so that may be an oxymoron if you can't afford a lot, but also Medicare in some instances will step up and they will pay. You have to, you know, that's really deep into the weeds and that's not a discussion, you know, that is for this podcast. Just know my mother got denied for Medicare and specifically regards to getting into a facility three times. So I had to figure that process out and it wasn't until it was a, you know, tragic event to where she was in the hospital and they had no choice but to put her into a facility. So I really hope some of these tools and some of these tips make it easier to vet the dreaded nursing home. And again, if you look on my website, either Life After Grief Financial Planning or Life After Grief Consulting, there'll be some helpful you know, tools, hints, for you to help you kind of get through the process of, you know, getting through the nursing home. So as always, thank you for listening for this episode. And then always feel free to share this podcast with any friends, family members, or colleagues. Talk to you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you are a client and are looking to work directly with me, Chris, and or my firm, head on over to Life After Grief FP. That is Life After Grief FP. The FP is for financial planning.com. 
If you are an advisor looking to emotionally and financially work with your client in grief, or if you are a client looking to get your advisor's head in the game, head on over to lifeaftergriefconsulting.com. That is lifeaftergriefconsulting.com. Any information referenced in this week's podcast will be located here in the podcast section. And as always, please feel free to share this week's podcast with any friend, family member, or colleague. Thanks for listening. See you next week on the next episode.